This is Chris Wright on Point Counterpoint. You are listening to KUST, University of St. Thomas campus. Radio, ladies and gentlemen, it is the moment you have all been waiting for. It is the moment you have all been. Anyone know what that is? Grayson is not here today. Anyone know what that is? All right. It's going to be. This is going to be fun. It's always a blast when uh, I'm able to kick the co-host out. And it's all me. It's quite a power trip. I mean, it's quite a power trip when the co-host is here as well, because then I can uh, I can uh, push him around and stuff. But uh, this way, it's all me. It's a power trip in a little bit different way. Okay, and you know... That's just, that's just the way it goes, you know. Okay, and you know. Um. Yeah. You know. Yes, sirree. Um. You know, I've I've been having a quite a dandy day, if I must say so myself. I've been having a quite a dandy day. And um. If I must say so myself. I just. And um. Let's, let's see. I just, let's, let's I just, uh oh. That's not good. All right, let's see if I can fix that problem there. That's not good. Okay. Let's see if I can fix that problem. Is that it? Is that gonna fix the problem? I think we're good. Is that gonna fix the problem? Okay, problem solved. Hello, Grayson. I was ready to do this on my own. Still, my I'm not gonna be here for very long. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Your mic's on. Oh, you started already? Yes, I did. I wanted to get started early. Alright. So I could get in a full hour. Who's on the phone? No one's on the phone. They they just have that there, so now we can call people using this computer. Nice. Or people can call in as well. Nice. Yeah. It's a Google phone, see it's All right. right here. Okay. It's kinda similar to Google Hangouts. Oh, that's cool. Which we can also use for video chip calls. Great. Yeah, Missouri. How was your day? Not great, Mr. Grayson. Got about a paper, so I'm gonna go do that. I was okay. You're just stopping by to say hello. Yep. Quite literally. Sounds. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Yeah. All what's right. It, what's your paper in? Business law. Business law. Okay. Can't Kinda say. Kinda forgot about it, so that's a problem. It was due today, but as long as I email it to her by today, I'll be good. So. That's good. That's always good yeah, to do. Yeah, so I'm going to go do that. All right. Probably should have done that first instead of stop by, but oh well. <laughs> Thanks for tuning All in. Right. This has been Point Counterpoint. You're going to uh, miss me saying uh, the joke that I plan on doing on Friday at an open mic. It. Let's hear it. All right. So let's just, let's say that um, I, I figured out why we call it Mother Nature and not Father Nature. Why? And it goes back to the idea that uh, we, that we tend to give hurricanes female names. You know, mm-hmm, uh, yes. uh, generally, I mean, there's Hurricane Ivan, but that's, 
but it's generally female name. And you want isn't doesn't it just actually go every other male female? Well, we started doing that eventually, but it started out only females, and and that's because uh, when a hurricane comes in, she comes in hot and wet, and when she leaves, she's taking your house and your car. Can you get an F in chat for her, boys? All right, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, all right. Come up with that yourself. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. I don't really know what to say, but I'm gonna leave. I'm not gonna. This has been Point Counterpoint with Grayson and Chris. All right, and now it's just going to be Point Counterpoint with Chris. Probably a better show. All right, I'll see you. <laughs> All right. Also, you might want to turn this off. Oh, yeah. Thank you for doing that. Now people will know it's on air. I'm sorry about that, folks. Sorry you had to experience that little awkward interaction with uh, the, the usual co-host, Grayson. All right. So, what do I want to get into first? What do I want to get into first? I think let's start by just talk. Well, let's start just start with a couple little shout outs for a couple events. So, we're going to start out with on Friday, Star, not me, but him. I will not speak his name, speaketh his name. We'll be putting on the movie Aquaman. I'm not sure where. But that's when I'm going to be doing another open mic, which I will get to later. Not right now, because I'm on a tangent. Actually, this whole episode's going to be a tangent, because it's just one person talking. But the next day, the mystery bus. And to the Mall of America. Mall of freaking America. They rented out Nickelodeon Universe for the night. Uh-huh. That's gonna that's gonna be a blast, of course. Oh, look at that! And you know what? What else is there to say about that? I, it's it's gonna be a we're gonna be we're gonna be the kings of the MOA, the Mall of America, or some people will call it a Mega Mall. Like, uh, it sounds like you can say say that in a Doctor Evil voice. Mega Mall. Oh, Minnie Me, you're so beautiful, just like your father. You can't get me, Austin Powers. I took your Mojo. <laughs> Mr. Mojo Rising. Mr. Mojo Rising. Mojo Rising. You know, I'm surprised I can I can sing right now because I woke up this morning, had just a sore throat, and I was just not not my throat was just not in it to win it. You know, so uh went out and I got some uh, herbal cough drops, Ricola. Not sponsored. But recommended. Uh, and those things work. I mean, it's kind of a minty flavor. It's also kind of a little herby, planty flavor as well. But the, they work very well. Those herbs. Um, and then I'll add a little honey to your coffee. Uh, because the honey's got some antifungal, antibacterial, uh, anti-inflammatory properties that help out with that. 
Just pour a little in your coffee. A little pack of honey. Honey. All right. It's quite amazing what a what a what a herbal cough drop can do. You know, I was on a plane one time, and uh, I was si- I was sitting next to this old lady. And it seemed like just every other person on the pl- on the plane, uh, not me, but not even her, but just everyone, every other person was just coughing up a storm, just hacking, hacking away from their lungs. And all of a sudden, she reached into her bag, she pulled out some of those herbal cough drops she got from Walmart, and she just handed them out to people. And s- slowly, well, not even slowly, but very quickly. All of a sudden, just no more coughs. It was amazing. And it, it changed my life. It's, you know, and people will laugh at me for having my life changed by a cough drop. But a cough drop is an amazing invention. Especially those herbal ones. You know, if this was a visual show, I would put up a little, in the in the corner, I'd put up a little herbal uh, counter. See how many times I've said the word. If I had a penny for every time I said it, I would have several pennies. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, I recommend those. They work. Have fun. And use at your own risk. Make sure to take them responsibly. Well, that's another thing. It's funny that they even think to put in the corner of alcohol commercials, drink responsibly. Especially with something like vodka. It's like a Grey Goose ad on when you're watching TV. Please drink responsibly. Or... Just any kind of beer. Drink responsibly. They say that knowing that they won't, people won't do it. And they know that a lot of their revenue is going to be coming from people that don't take their advice. But they do it anyway. It's a liability thing. You know, they got to they gotta just say that so they can pretend like they care about our safety. They don't. It's a tactic. And it works. And I respect them for it. They've earned my respect. <laughs> All right. How about I... I'm going to... Exp- now I'm going to explain a little concept here. Oh, God. Okay, so... Recent, recently, uh, on... On my Instagram, the Cult of Elon, or just, uh, it's actually just at Cult of Elon, uh, I posted the song Rip Harambe, R.P. Harambe, um, just to, you know, share it with people, let people see it. It's, oh, it, yeah, the song's by Elon Musk, by the way. I've mentioned that in the last episode. But, and then I posted there, and someone commented, the internet is a strange place, and that that got me thinking on some deep concepts. 
some evolutionary biological ideas. Just with that little simple phrase, the internet is a strange place. And basically the idea is that it took humans thousands and thousands of years to come out of the jungle and create civilization, create order to chaos. Because that's one of the things that humans do that no, that no other animals can do. It. We're rational animals. Other animals can't do this. We can see the order in things. We can create order out of chaos. Not just externally, but internally in our in our animes, in our souls as well, in our lives. And that's one of the things that make us human, where is our ability to bring order out of chaos. And what we did is, uh, at first we were just living like other animals, just in the woods, you know, so only having enough uh, of a population to sustain itself, but not too many, so it overpopulates, not too few, so we just dwindle. But in that in that balance, eventually, because we're predators, um, what, and we're very, very efficient predators at that, it meant that uh, we could get enough food to survive and have a lot of spare time, and bec- which gave us time to, like, have a structure and order to our societies, which some animals already have, so we're not quite past all of the animals. But eventually we started getting more and more complex civilizations, more, uh, more, even more order. We're, we're chopping down trees more than we would necessarily need purely for, purely to, just to survive in order to make buildings, make society in general. And eventually, we had this little, we got this uh, system going, this hierarchy that naturally develops, and we got it. And all of a sudden, in the 80s is when the internet came out. Let me, I want to see what year the internet. Let's see. Okay, it looks like 1983. Okay, which is an ama- the internet is an, an amazing invention that allows us to connect with each other in a virtually limitless way. There's no end to it, really. But basically what we did is we created a new jungle for ourselves. It took us thousands of years to come out of the old jungle. We created one of our own. So what we need to do now in order to bring more order is, well, I, I just said the answer. Bring order to the internet. We need a, there's a hierarchy will eventually develop in it. And basi- basically what I'm saying is there's going to be certain, and we've al- it's already started, obviously. Is there's certain websites that go to, that uh, naturally focus towards the top. Um, and Google is obviously is the biggest search engine, so it's at the top for that. And different websites are obviously going to be uh, the best of their of their kind. And a hierarchy develops. The trick is. You want to find a balance. You don't want the hierarchy to become so rigid that it becomes tyrannical, corrupt, that it just becomes the upper parts like 
the the bigger parts parts of the internet crush smacking down on the littler parts. So you got to have enough change uh, to shake the foundations a little bit, make sure that the that the bottom of the pyramid are able to rise up. Um, but you also don't want too much of the of that, or else there's too much chaos. You got to find the order chaos ratio that works. You got to have enough enough disorder, enough uh, just shaking the foundations of the pyramid to allow for the bottom to rise up when when they deserve it, when they've put forth enough effort, when they've earned it, and get up there with the top ones. That's how a well a well-formed, well-structured society should be, and it doesn't just work on the internet. You need the hierarchy needs, and hierarchies develop naturally. Uh, uh, there's always going to be people at the top, people at the bottom, and you got to have enough rigid. Not rigid. I don't want to say the word rigidity, but um, enough structure, enough order to keep everything functioning, but just enough disorder so it doesn't become corrupt and tyrannical. So that's my little take on a little phrase that said the internet is a strange place. <laughs> R.I.P. Harambe is drinking, sipping on some Bombay. We going all the way to heaven. Amen, amen, R.I.P. Harambe, smoking on some strong Ingerilla Zoo, and we're thinking about you, poor Harambe, that strong, in a zoo, we love you, poor Harambe, that strong, in a zoo, we love you. That's just that's one of the beauties of the internet. That song. It's the song of my generation. R.I.P. Harambe. <laughs> poor guy. Poor little poor little ape, little gorilla. Dicks out for Harambe. Am I right, fellas? I just brought back an age-old hashtag that no one uses anymore, but we should use more often. You gotta give that gorilla a medal. Some some sort of medal for valor. People that for things that didn't deserve to die. <laughs> he was killed by a single bullet. One shot he was gone. It shows the fragility of life. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to give y'all a little piece of advice here that I like to do. Whenever I hear or see or read something that I think is quote worthy, I like to write it down. And because, you know, quotes are quotes are fun, uh, especially if they're a good if it's a good quote. 
so uh i mean some of and some of them are in, more inspirational some of them are funny like uh if you've ever seen the movie easy easy money with brownie dangerfield uh, he's always he's like this cocky guy and he's just he's talking to his mother in line he's like you were the inspiration for twin beds <laughs> or uh how about Loyalty is but a step away from delusion. Loyalty is but a step away from delusion. That's a good one. Let that quote sink in. I'll say it again. Loyalty is but a step away from delusion. That's a call to critical thinking. You should never follow follow anything blindly. Use your brain. There's a reason you were born with a weird little pink mass in your in your cranium in your skull. There's a reason. Or uh, maybe I'll do one more. Uh, From climate change, wait, from climate change to biotech to artificial intelligence, science sits at the center of nearly all decisions the civilizations confront to assure its own survival. Martin Rees has created a primer on these issues and what we can do about them so that the next generation will think of us not as the reckless custodians of their inheritance, but as brilliant shepherds of their birthright. That was Neil deGrasse Tyson on Star Talk discussing Sir Martin Rees' book on the future. We're not reckless. We can't. We don't want to be viewed as the reckless custodians that messed up the earth for future generations. We want to see as be seen as the guardians of their birthright. Ooh. The way Neil deGrasse Tyson says a line: "Flawless, flawless delivery." Seriously, it's impressive. Ooh. We don't, we don't want them to go to the beach and uh, see just a bunch of washed-up dead whales on the shore with giant six-pack uh, plastic wrapped around their necks. Uh, don't ask me where these giant six-pack rings came from. Presumably from a giant six-pack of beer or some sort of of soft drink in case you don't know what a soft drink is ladies and gentlemen this this uh, this podcast is brought to you by Coca-Cola, Pepsi and Pepsi they partnered together and gave Chris here a crap load of money (laughs) 
That'd be nice. You know, I'd like to see uh, Coca-Cola and Pepsi collab sometime. They could make a... They could really change the future if they collapsed. Not a merger. Not that. Just a little collab, you know. Like they go together and make a new cola. It'll be called... Uh, Peck, Pekka? No. Um, Pep, Pepsoka Cola? Yeah, I don't like that name. <laughs> Alright, now this podcast is normally not a meme review, but there's one here that I just had to see, and it, I'm not sure if any of you have seen this meme before. It's the, the dead deer meme, <laughs> where, uh, during the PewDiePie meme, meme review, Elon Musk laughed hysterically at a picture of a dead deer that said, Why my dolphin no work? Well, someone took a picture of Elon's fa- laughing face, put it next to this dead deer, and on Elon's face it says, Anti-vaxxers. On the dead deer it says, They're kids. Well, I'm not saying I approve of this joke. That's a little that's a little dark. I'm not an anti-vaxxer myself, but that goes a little far. Of course I don't think they want they want that to happen. Of course they don't think that. What do you think I am? A monster? I'm not too much of a monster. And the part of me that is a monster is just it's justified. Completely. Of course. (laughs) Of course. So. I'm going to get back to a topic that I said I would get back to. And that's going to be my upcoming open mic that I'm going to do. Unless something changes, but I don't think it will. And that is going to be just a great time. I'm going to try to get a video of it this time. Because uh, I just want the, yeah. Because the last time I didn't get a video, I thought that they'd be recording the show that night. And they didn't. So I'm going to take precautions. I'm going to figure out a way to get it recorded with my phone. Do whatever needs to be done. I'll do what I had to do. <laughs> but it's a, it's a nice little comedy club. It's a nice little place. It's a little, it's small. I mean, it's a small little place as a lot of comedy clubs are actually. It's dark. Um, it's a good place to start out, though. Um, it's in the basement of, like, a bar. And, like, it's kind of hard to find unless you ask someone working there, like, hey, where's the, where's the comedy club? Points you to the basement. It's like a speakeasy. It's a little weird looking, though. A little, little darker. A lot of speakeasy. Easy these days. Uh, 
they're all done up nice and fancy so they don't look as shady as they used to be in the 20s. small little green room to hang out before you go on some cool people there I must say if I must say so myself <laughs> cool little place it's a cool little place uh, uh, you know you know uh, forget about it <laughs> yeah I kind of want to do like a stand up show uh, open mic at uh, Acme Comedy Club but I mean it doesn't really work out for me it's on Monday nights instead of Fridays and it interferes with swing dance which went well last night, in case you're wondering. Thank you for asking. Uh, you know, learn some new stuff. Hadn't learned a new move in a while, actually. It's all been review. I've mostly been uh, teaching the the young ones the new the stuff I already knew. This time I was actually learning something that I didn't know before. It used to be humbling, but now it's empowering. And then I'm going to be swing dancing on Thursday at 3.01. Swing dance is going there. And then we're going to be having a service project making clay bowls for charity on Monday. St. Kate's. So that'll be, that'll be uh, interesting. <laughs> I'll see how that goes. One thing I'm excited for. Well, first of all, Tesla now has self-driving cars, which ap apparently are working at least pretty well. I don't think there's... Here, let me check. Self... Driving car. Self-driving Tesla edges closer as Elon Musk says AI chip in production. Interesting. I don't think it's uh, on the market yet, but they've they're definitely testing it out. I think it's working well. Pretty sure. I haven't heard any horror stories yet. It'll happen though. There will be horror stories of self-driving cars running over people. It's already happened in San Francisco. So they made them illegal. Self-driving Ubers ran right through us crossing walk, crosswalk, and uh, it didn't hit. I don't think it hit anyone, but uh, I think it crashed. Well, it, it must have crashed. But that wasn't Tesla. That was an Uber. Not that Tesla can't be an Uber, but... 
minutes. How am I doing? I'm 32 minutes in. Wow. Been talking the whole time. Off of random bullshit. Which is fun. So I got that going for me. Which is nice. I think it may just be time to read a little uh read a little poetry. Huh? Don't worry, it's fun. <clears throat> I'm gonna read it, yeah. Royce Red Green. Potholes, potholes, everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. In the ceiling, up above, and the floor below. It seems that I see potholes everywhere I look. My wife, wife sure takes it badly when you tell her she can't cook. <laughs> potholes, potholes everywhere I go. In the ceiling, up above, and in this floor below. It seems that I see potholes everywhere I look. My wife sure takes it badly when you tell her she can't cook. It's by Red Green. Another one by him. That one was called Potholes. This one's called Wind Toboggan. Toboggan. When I go tobogganing, I ride on the one that's wood. It's faster than aluminum, and I think fast is good. And wood will bend if you hit rocks, not like sleds made of metal. And wood makes a good stretcher for the ride to the hospital. <laughs> Good point there. Now, for a counterpoint, I got none. That was a strong argument right there. If you're going to go tobogganing, get a wooden one. Eh? Eh? All right. Let's see here. Oh, oh, um, here. Um, uh, oh, here's a nice little punk. It's called Bissy's Boil. Says that to my missus, by gone lass, you've something I see in your mind. Says she, you are right, Sam. I've something, and it happens it's only behind. A boy as would make Job jealous. It hurts me no end when I sit. Says I, go to hospital, missus. I might have to cut it a bit. Says she, I just hate to be showing the part of my person it's at. Says I, don't be fussy. Them doctors see sights more hard than that. So missus go, goes, talk it up tasty, and there at the hospital door. I tell her to see the house doctor whose office is room 34. So she runs up and down until she finds it, and knocks and a voice says, Come in. And there's a handsome young feller, in white from his heels to his chin. I've got a big boil, says my missus. And else me went for fair when I sit. And Sam's, that's me husband, has asked me to ask you to cut a bit. Then blushing, she plucks up her courage, and bravery she shows him the place. And, and he gives it a proper inspection. Well, he put a surprise on his face. Then he says with an accent of Scotland, What ye hear is a bile, I can feel, but ye'd better consult the doctor. 
They call him Professor O'Neill. He's special for buyers and carbuncles. You'll find him in room 63. No charge, ma'am. It's been a rare pleasure. Just tell him you're coming for me. So Mrs. She thanks him politely and ups up and down as before till she comes to a big handsome room with Professor O'Neill on the door. Then once more she plucks up her courage and knocks on a voice says, All right. So she enters and sees a fat fetter with whiskers all tugged up in white. I've got a big boil, says my missus, and if you will kindly permit, I'd like for you to have, have you inspect it. It hurts me like all when I sit. So blushing as red as the beetroot, she hastens to show him the spot. And he says with a look at amazement, Sure, mum, it must hurt you a lot. Then he puts on his specs to regard it, and finally says with a frown, I'll bet it's as sore as the devil, especially when he sit down. I think it's a case for the surgeon. You'd better consult Dr. Oil. I have no hesitation in saying... Your boil is a heel of a boil. So Mrs. She thanks him for saying her boil is a heel of a boil. Heel. And once all around till she comes on a door that is marked Dr. Oil. But na- but by now she's f- fair got the wind up and trembles in every limb. But she thinks, after all, he's a doctor. I mustn't be bashful with him. She's made a good stuff, is the missus. So she knocks in a voice says, who's there? It's me, says my Bessie, and enters a room which is spacious and bare. And a wise-looking old feller greets her, and he too is toked up in white. It's the room where they, they cut ye, thinks Bessie, and shakes like a jelly with fright. I got a big boil, begins missus, and if ye and are sure you don't mind, I'd like to either see it a moment, or it's me because it's behind. So thinking she's best got it over. She hastens to show him the place, and he stares at her kind of surprise like, and gets very red in the face. But he looks at it most conscientious, from every angle of view. Then he says to her, shrugging his shoulders, Poor lady, I'm sorry for you. It wants to be cut, but you should have asked a medical bloke for that. See, why don't you go to the hospital where all the doctors is at? You see, ma'am. This part of the building is closed on account of repairs. Us fellers is only the painters a painting the holes in the stairs. You proud of that? That was Bessie's Boyle. All right. Nice little poem by Robert Williams Service. Well, I'm back. I finished my paper. All right. You proud of what you did? Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It All right. It was like a page. It wasn't like a thesis. Alrighty. All right. What am I looking at here? Well, I already mentioned this, so we don't have to mention that again. Okay. <laughs> Charge of the Light Brigade. I like it. Yes. I was I was gonna read it, and then I decided to read the poem that you heard me reading when you came in. I'm sad that I came back to that. That was <laughs> weird. But I'm here now. What's up? I How's had it to, going? I had to fill a couple minutes there. But uh, you missed my uh, little rant regarding uh, the internet and how it's a jungle, how we need to bring uh, order to chaos in order to... No, we don't. We don't need to do anything. Yes, we do. We're going to infringe on the rights Th- of that's people. That's what... It doesn't, doesn't mean that we're going to infringe on anyone's rights. You're going you're gonna to censor the internet? What that's are you, not... some sort of Article 13 in, uh, enforcer? No. 
course I'm not going to censor people. Then what, how are you going to bring order to it? Order will naturally come. This isn't the Wild West. You can't just... It's a will. That's how we create civilization. We unless you want to have... We started out as... Unless you want to have big government come in We started and, out as primitive apes in the listen, jungle, and then we we brought order out of chaos. We created So what you're saying is the government and big corporations so should control create, what we, we get to see a, online. Then we created a new virtual you know jungle, how about we How about we copy the Chinese? Tiananmen Square never happened. Their internet says it didn't. I'm not supporting censorship, Grayson. Well, then how else are you going to bring order to it? It naturally comes about, man. That doesn't mean anything. You People can't just are naturally say that. Gonna, certain, certain websites will naturally become, go towards the top of the internet hierarchy, like Wikipedia is way up there, or in terms of search That's engines. That's not order. Are you, what do you mean by order? Like like a list? I'm, I'm, t- I'm or talking, are you talking about. I'm talking hierarchies. Okay, well, I thought you were talking natu- about uh, control. No, no. Okay. I'm not suggesting... Censorship, man. All right. Okay. And some things probably should be censored, obviously. <laughs> but I'm talking about, like, the general... I'm talking about non-illegal Nothing things. should be censored. <laughs> well, I mean, illegal things should be censored. Yes, Chris. Explain. <laughs> like, someone getting shot shouldn't just be... Uh, if it's illegal, it shouldn't be shown to a two-year-old. Disagreement. <laughs> All right. I think we need to expose our children to these things very early. Well, and you know what? Age. Maybe maybe you can do that as <laughs> long as it's a children... legal video. Maybe you should be able to post it. But no. so you know what? I'm I agree kidding. with that. But I'm like, playing devil's advocate there. I'm just gonna go right for it. What? I was playing devil's okay. advocate. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to post child porn on the internet. No, no. That's the that's not. that's the kind of order I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm course, okay course, for. Course. But what I'm saying is you shouldn't be able to censor. You, could, you shouldn't Article 13 stuff. You can't just have no, no net neutrality. You can't have big business uh, throttling mm-hmm. your internet because you looked at their com- competitor. Yeah, of course. All right, well, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. <laughs> I think we uh, ran that little thing dry. Sure. Yes, sirree. Yes, sirree. All right, so how was your day, Grayson? Well, now that I've finished the paper 30 minutes late, uh, better. All right. And also, I am now a biology major, minor now. That's biology bad. minor? Instead of Spanish. You dropped Spanish? I didn't drop it, no. It's just I'm going to be minoring in biology. And and first Spanish? of all, Sp- Spanish, you got to take way more classes. So are you dropping it. your Spanish minor then? Um, The minor, yes, not the class. Well, yeah, that's why I meant it. Okay. Yeah, fair. Fair point. You can use that new Spanish as an elective, I guess. Yeah. I might I might drop my history major for a minor. Oh, what's your major gonna be? Well, I mean I'm still majoring in business. Oh, I thought. Oh, you're, you were double majoring in yeah, history. Yeah, I still and might double major, but it's looking real tight mm. in terms of if if it's possible. So mm. we'll see, but that's a future problem. Interesting, interesting. Why did I pull my phone out? I can't, I can't uh, explain why you do things. Oh yeah, no, I know. Okay, this is why I hate the show. (laughs) Wow, I'm here for five minutes and there's an awkward silence. Nice. Why did you just send that? What do you mean, why did I send that? What was wrong about it? I'm sitting right here. Yeah, but the other, not everyone. All right. I'm just giving you crap. 
right. All right. So I, I already mentioned uh, Aquaman going on on Friday, and then yeah, the, please don't come. Then the mystery bus on Saturday. Please come to that. Okay. It's gonna be a ball at the Mall of America. Everything about you infuriates me. Just your essence. My essence? No, I'm, I'm just pulling your string. You're a cool guy. Oh, don't worry. Every, your essence is infuriates me as well. Wow. That hurts. Um, but understandable. All right. Nice. This show sucks. <laughs> you know what? Man, I, just I, was, I was on a roll there. I feel like I bring a certain down. negativity to this. <laughs> it's kind of like I'm good cop, problem. bad cop. Yeah. But I acknowledge I it. All right, so Chris, uh, one second, let me fix this. Alrighty. All right, there we go. Okay. Okay. Anything you'd like to say? Anything at all? Uh, big, big news. Uh, the Halo Reach. It's gonna okay. begin flighting on the PC and Xbox One in the next couple of weeks. All right. I just got the message. Uh, I'm officially in the Halo Insider program. Okay. Nice. You're, you're an insider. Yes. Oh, Actually, yeah. I don't know if that email confirmed I was what in an it honor. or just something about it. What an honor. Yeah. That you're you're with the big boys in terms of Halo. Uh, not I mean, I just signed up online. No. And I did a survey. No. I thought I thought you were more important than you really were. Uh, I'm certainly not. I'm just very passionate about the game. I have no influence on this design, okay. despite how much I want to, because I could make it so much better. At least for me, probably not for most other people. Would you take Halo Five off the market? No. Okay. I mean, if I'm getting a little bit of that profit, definitely not. Censor Halo Five. <laughs> you mean censor it? I mean, like, ban it from being sold. No, Maybe. I'm not gonna but censor a product because I don't like it. That'd be you don't understand the world, Grayson. It'd be hypocritical if I was in charge of three. The world is changing, and I'd I'm gonna be on the right side listen, of it. <laughs> if I was in charge of three four three, I'd make an official statement saying that Halo Five did not come out as how we would have liked, and that we're gonna work to better it. But I'm not gonna take it off the market because there are mm. some fans of it, and it's it's revenue. At the, the game's already made. We're not gonna invest any more resources necessarily into it. Any more than we would say the Master Chief Collection, but uh, we would still we would, we're not going to take away from any possible profits and or not going to take away the game. That's just going to upset the player base. Yep. Yep. Why? It's why okay. every week? Why do you do it? I don't know. You're the one that started it originally. Yeah, but I stopped doing it. Yeah, and now it's I creepy. keep doing it. <laughs> All right. I guess I don't have a response. Hey, it's me, ASMR. <laughs> Worst ASMR artist ever. Not necessarily. That, that's that's my problem with ASMR is people call them artists. I just have a problem with my that. My problem is that I'm doing weird stuff in front of a mic. I mean, that's if, the if people problem. like it, they like it. It's not. I. It doesn't hurt anyone. But, but like people call them artists. Yeah, because I mean, they like they call. Put their mouths up to the microphone with pop rocks. In their they mouth. call singers artists. Yeah. If you write well, the songs, they actually have then skills. They actually have skills. ASMR, you just. You're telling me that some some modern musicians, some modern singers have have more talent than your average person. Um, You're I, telling me specifically certain. Uh, 
So you're saying that uh, a- that Ariana Grande does not have above average I singing said, ability. You're extrapolating based on what I said in an unfair manner. I am. I am. I, I'm I talking know. like I'm some res- like the mumble raps where they they don't even sing anything. That's just saying oh. stuff. If you wrote the songs, then you're an artist. It's a skill to be able to rap well. Yeah, but not in some of these. <clears throat> I mean, it's just my opinion. If you, I mean, call them what you want. I don't care. Going back to the ASMR call, artists. What? Like like beatboxing is a skill. Yes. Or vocal percussion. Yes, skill. but it's not an artist. Really? If you write this stuff, then you're an artist. Well, um, Listen, these te- technically, since a lot of the, uh, vocal percussion and beatboxing can be just freestyle, you're just coming up with it on the spot. Listen, Chris, here's my official statement. You're offic- technically Chris, writing it on your Chris, own. Chris, here's my official statement. I don't care. I don't know enough about the definition of what an artist is to make an informed decision. As no. for ASMR, uh, I mean, if they want to be artists, they can be artists. It sounds better when you call it an ASMR artist rather than ASMR personality or something. <laughs> Vlogger. But as for ASMR, I don't ca- I don't care about it. I mean, if if it makes people happy, it makes them happy. They're not hurting All right. anybody. All right. It's a little weird, and I'll say it's weird. Yep. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to to try and prevent people from being able to use it. Okay. Because it's their their God given rights as an American and to I be able to enjoy agree. it. I completely agree. God bless America. Yes, sir. All right. Well, there's. I'm gonna get off my soapbox for a second time now. <laughs> hey, it's okay to get on a soapbox here. This is point counterpoint. Yeah, but yeah, fair point. <laughs> no, no response. Yeah, you go on tangents. I just sometimes. wrote a legal paper, so I'm in the, the legalistic mood. Sometimes mood. you go on forty minute tangents. On, yeah, it was forty five minute tangent. On topics and it was that the no greatest, one is interested in. I'm interested in it. And if they don't, if they're not interested, then they just don't have to listen. Okay. It's not like anyone does. It's a respectable anyway. position. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. As soon as that is. What do, you, what do you prefer, this episode or the last one? Uh, why? You know what I'm gonna answer. Why'd you ask? I don't know. I, it's for them. They can watch the last week's episode, and then they'll be able to conclude based on. The fact that I said it at least 15 times last week that it was my favorite episode <laughs> that I'm probably going to prefer it to than me just sitting here after having left for half an hour to write a paper. All right. Get dunked on. <laughs> nah, Chris, you're a cool guy. I have no, no, no. Th- I am not. This is all an act. None of this is real. The world's who, fake. Who do you have for business ethics? Uh, Don Swink. Okay. I know that my philosophy uh, ethics professor teaches that class sometimes. It's a very boring class. Gary Atkinson. <laughs> also don't know what's going on ever, which is why I didn't turn in the paper because I didn't know what was due. <laughs> <sighs> All right, awkward silence number two. This has been so Point Care. When do you register for classes? I don't know, the 18th or something? I registered the 23rd. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> There's, I'm gonna be getting the scraps from other people. Yeah, you're gonna be. This is gonna be brutal. I'm, gonna... I'm always last. That's my problem with this system. No, well, you're not last. There's gonna be the incoming, incoming sophomores behind you. Oh, they're they're after us. Okay. Well, yeah, they're not gonna register before you. True. That makes sense. It's based on your credits. But I'm last for our class. 
Well, why do you have so few credits? What do you mean? Well, if you're last in our class, why do you have so few credits? Because that's what it's based on. I do have I do have plenty of credits. Well, did you come into St. Thomas with any pre-credits? Hmm? Um, some, yeah. Then you're ahead of some people. Okay. Okay. My sense of... I thought it was... I don't know. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Awkward silence number three. <laughs> wow, that was quick. That was only a couple minutes on that one. Yeah. I still don't know what classes I'm registering fun. for because I don't know. I have... I've ha- I'm gonna ha- I will have three advisor appointments this week, one with a history advisor, one with a business advisor, and then one with academic counseling because I need to figure out if I'm gonna major in history or minor in history, if it's possible to double major because I'm, I mean I'm I'm not gonna not do it because it's gonna take a little time even though I'm incredibly lazy but <laughs> I need to know if it's possible and I don't think it is I think it's gonna if it's gonna happen it's gonna be incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna have to come it's difficult gonna, with or without any J term classes. It's gonna be without J term classes, it's not possible. It's 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 possible with both J terms right. and possibly a summer class. Yeah. Okay, but still difficult with all those. Yes. It's still it still rests on the fact that I can even get into the classes I need to get. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where I'm coming from. That's where I'm interesting. Uh yeah. So we'll see. So your idea is possibly business major and then double minor history and museum studies? What? No. What? It would just be business major, history minor? Yeah. Okay, what what happened to museum studies? Uh, When I decided to double major, it wasn't possible anymore. Okay, even... All right. So maybe I'll... It's hard for me to stay current on this. Maybe I'll get back, if I do minor in history, maybe I'll then do the museum studies minor as well all right uh, we've been going for 54 minutes or i have been going 54 you've been going for i don't know like 10 probably adds up to 10 Fair. maybe 15 i still hold to the fact that it was necessary for me to leave wow what a what a classic episode yeah because it's shit I was talking about cough drops earlier how those herbal ones really work especially when you combine them with a little honey in your coffee all right wait what just you're combining your cough drop with honey no combining the coffee with honey and then also having a cough drop Ooh. for what i had a sore throat this morning had all had all that completely better drinking doesn't doesn't coffee make it worse not necessarily. Okay. Well, that seems like it a good idea then. Yeah. I know honey's supposed to help. So oh yeah. Cough. Do cough drops help sore throats? Oh yeah. I never, Especially I, herbal ones. I never know if it's if you have to get like specifically sore throat drops or if cough drops will do. Yeah. Then one time on a on a plane, there's I was sitting next to this old lady, and then like it seemed like it seemed like every other person on the plane was just hacking up a storm. They're just coughing all over the place. She reached into her bag. She pulled out some herbal cough drops. She was just handing them out to everyone. And all of a sudden, very quickly, just everyone stopped coughing. That's cute. It was, it was very impressive. It changed my life forever. That's adorable. 
Very nice. Awkward silence number four. Four. Okay. Well, this has been point counterpoint. So, it, uh. if this was a visual show, I would I would have two counters. One would be uh, counting how many times I said the word herbal during the show, and the other one for number of awkward silences. Nice. Yes. Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. Sounds like <laughs> work, so I won't do it. I'm not gonna do it. If I push the soft button, is it gonna like break everything? Um, nope. I don't think so. All right. That's a shame. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been point counterpoint. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Wow. We're n- well. We could end now, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a good idea right. to end now. So this has been point counterpoint. You point have been listening to the University of St. Thomas KUSD campus radio with Chris Goodbye. Wright and Grayson. And bye bye. Welcome. Have fun. It's Goodbye and thank you yeah. from Point Counterpoint, where all the women are strong, the men are good looking, and all the children are above average. What a dumb outro. That comes from uh, Garrison Keeler's Premium Companion. Well, this has been Point Counterpoint with Wibblegon. Chris and Grayson. Lake Thanks Wibblegon. for tuning in. Bye. I'm Garrison Keeler. It's been lit, fam. Namaste. Again, why would you end it like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty pretty 